Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. John We're back. Uh, this is John Katzmatidis. And while we're waiting for Brock Pierce to get on, on the show, uh, let's talk to Ed Cox. And uh, Ed, uh, you are leading the, the fight on uh, redistricting, where uh, you feel the Democrats have changed around so much that it violated the laws. And uh, Judge Weinberg, I understand your wife is leading the other side for the Democratic Party. And my wife is an independent lawyer, and she does not speak for me, and I do not speak for her. I'm with, Ed, Ed, I'm with Ed Cox. <laughs> I'm with Ed Cox on this issue. Yeah, no, I mean, let's, no. let's be clear. When you're, when you're rolling around in bed, you don't talk. Believe me, we, it's, it's been a long time since we've rolled around in bed. <laughs> your Honor, you are a common sense Democrat. Here, here, your Honor, that. you're also yeah. an honest man. <laughs> and, the world's and been Cox, waiting to find what one. What the heck is going on? I mean, they, they it's, took it, districts and put them into two different counties. Uh, it's very five. simple. The, five. The, we just talked about the Democrats have super majorities in both houses of the leg- state legislature. That means they can overrule the governor anytime they they want. Uh, and they want to hold on to that. So they have drawn districts so they will have permanent supermajorities for the next 10 years until the next census. And we've got a group together that's representing plaintiffs all over the state who are saying these districts aren't fair. They don't comply with the new amendments to the Constitution, which are very specific, that you can't be helping parties, you can't do it to help certain candidates. And we're going to make sure that the courts take a good look at it. We've got a big hearing coming up on Monday. Big absolute hearing. power corrupts absolutely. That's exactly and, it. And uh, we've got to do something to, uh, to to fix that because everybody deserves a fair vote. I mean, look, the fact, the fact of the matter is these lines were cut with a partisan agenda. It's perfectly clear. For example, let's take the Long Island, the Long Island District. Five counties, John, five counties. So in in a very real sense, they've disenfranchised the people on Long Island from having any kind of representation. Wow. That's the congressional district they drew. That's that's correct. But they're they're doing it through – listen, the redistricting phenomena, the congressional lines, the assembly lines, and the Senate lines, it's to pack all those legislative bodies with Democrats with supermajorities. John, you won't believe this district. It's North Shore in Suffolk, North Shore in Nassau. Then it goes to Queens. Then it goes to uh, the, the Bronx. Bronx and then to Westchester. Right oh to the border God. of Connecticut. Downing. Whose district is that right now? That district is longer than 28 states. Oh, my God. On the line with us, I understand Brock Pierce is on. Brock Pierce knows this uh, theme song. Brock, do you remember the song? Yeah, well... Uh, you de- you definitely know how to give me an opening. <laughs> <laughs> now, Brock Pierce is also uh, your chairman of the Bitcoin uh, uh, Foundation. Mm-hmm. Foundation, t- tell Foundation, us about yes. That. Tell us uh, about the Bitcoin that. Foundation was the first organization 
set up early in the industry's development to finance development of the underlying code base, the open source code base, uh, to be a an interface for uh, conversations with the media, an interface to, to effectively interact with government because Bitcoin is an open source system that's decentralized. No one owns or controls it. For call it the legacy system or the analog world, that's very confusing at first. And so you needed an organization that could interact and, and do things on behalf of the industry. And so it's been around for over a decade. It was responsible for all the core sort of uh, uh, development of, of Bitcoin for a very long time, as well as interfacing with governments, industry events. Um, that now has um, been dispersed, and there's now many organizations in the world. And the main work that it does today is it's talking to world leaders all around the planet about how Bitcoin uh, can be good for their countries, El Salvador being uh, the most recent major event. El Salvador has made Bitcoin legal tender, legal currency. And when before this happened, only 30 percent of the population of El Salvador had banking or financial services. Seventy percent of the population used cash in just six months after that law took effect. It's now 70 percent of the population has access or uses financial services for Bitcoin and digital dollars. And so the, the issue of financial inclusion in the world, how do we take care of people that don't have access to banking or basic financial tools? For decades, we've been talking about it. There's been very little progress made. And clearly in El Salvador, Bitcoin was the answer from 30 percent to 70 percent in six months. By the way, let's let's not keep everybody in a mystery. We never told them. Tell us the name of the movie. Oh, Mighty Ducks. He oh, knows. Mighty Ducks. He knows. Yes, my Brock Pierce. Yeah, you were so, you were adorable. You're still adorable. Yeah, you were very cute. When you were I started. I started life as an actor. I was made in Minnesota, and so I made my first movie at ten. The Mighty Ducks. You know, we love that flying V, that V for victory, or Vermont, as the case may be. And then uh, uh, I was blessed enough to uh, to star in a movie called First Kid, where I played the son of the president of the United States of America with Sinbad as my Secret Service agent with some wonderful cameos from the likes of Bill Clinton and Sonny Bono. Wow. Wow. Now, I understand you you have a uh, you like politics and now you're thinking of running what for the U.S. Senate? I am uh, I'm officially filed as of last November for a U.S. Senate run out of Vermont. Uh, I've moved to Vermont and uh, uh, I've been in a, an exploratory phase, which has really been a listening tour to talk to as many people as I can to build consensus amongst the people of Vermont uh, to make sure that I'm not just this guy being presumptuous coming in saying, hey, I know what's best for you as someone that didn't grow up there. A lot of family from there. But uh, so far, the conversation Brock, has been. Do you, uh, do you know how to milk a anonymous. cow? Yes, please come run here. Ma- Brock, do you know how to milk a cow? Um, I, I I wouldn't say I know how. I have milked a cow. Um, I was actually just in Israel two weeks ago at a kibbutz uh, checking out their dairy farming uh, and how they've built, uh, you know, effectively a co-op for community. But uh, no, I didn't grow. I, well, I'm from Minnesota, so I, I did spend a lot of my life on farms as a kid. But uh, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but uh, I could get the job done. So, so Brock, it's, it's Richard Weinberg. Let me ask you. So you're considering running for the, uh, for the Senate. Are you registered as a Democrat or Republican or as an independent? 
I've been an independent my entire life. You know, I, I really think of myself as an American that's practical. I've been doing all sorts of things my entire life, things that I didn't know how to do, and I learned how to do it quickly. I learned by doing. And uh, I, I don't think that economic issues are all that matter. I don't think that social issues are all that matter. It's not this or, it's this end. And we live in a time of great complexity, and you need practical people that know how to build bridges and, and build uh, concept that's somewhere in the middle. Uh, Brock Pierce, again, we are speaking with Brock Pierce, and he is serves as the chairman of the Bitcoin Foundation. There is talk about, you know, banning Bitcoin to isolate Russia. Is that possible? Do you think it would work? You know, and a lot of people worry that Bitcoin leads to unsavory activities because it can't be traced or this or that. What do you have to say to that? Well, it's it's unfortunately not true. Um, it's an open system with a public ledger where every transaction that occurs on the Bitcoin network is visible to everyone on Earth that wants to look. It's basically a, a, a giant ledger, like a bank account of all things. And every transaction that occurs on the ledger is visible to anyone in the world that wants to look at it. It's public and transparent, um, every account and every transaction being visible. In terms of banning it, also not possible. Uh, it's decentralized. There's no organization that owns or controls it. You could ban it in a particular country, which wouldn't stop it, wouldn't uh, uh, wouldn't break Bitcoin. It would just make Bitcoin less accessible to the people that live in those countries. And clearly it would cause all of the businesses that operate there to fail and move somewhere else. Wow. So, I, John, John, you you have yet to buy Bitcoin. What's the hesitation? Brock says there's no, no worry about think, it. I understand it. And, it's um, and, and so, by the way, uh, what today, speaking of things, today's a very big day. Uh, the White House um, uh, uh, had been talking about issuing an executive order related to Bitcoin, digital currency, digital assets. And obviously, when it's coming through an executive order out of the White House and not legislation that's got a, a, a process, you never know what you're going to get. And uh, uh, the White House's uh, executive order came out very positively. The markets have responded very positively. Uh, 40, over 40 million Americans own cryptocurrency at this point. Those are the latest numbers. And so this is a very important constituency. We're going to see its impact in the midterm elections. It's also a constituency with a lot of money and they're single issue voters and so right now, I think what we're going to be seeing, and I think that what it came out of the White House today is indicative of it, that uh, both political parties are definitely going to, um, I think, likely try to appeal to this very important voter block that are single issue voters and they've got a lot of money. And the question is, are the two trillion dollars of capital held by this community you know, going to go to the Democrats or the Republicans? And I think most people would have thought the Republicans would have been the main beneficiaries but the, the executive order today, I think, shows very positively for the Democrats. Well, Brock Pierce, thank you for coming on today. And uh, uh, keep on uh, trotting. And uh, <laughs> Thank you so much, Brock.